0: Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the Word of Truth. We've been doing series about our faith in God. We've been doing a series on faith, the subject of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is not something that we pray for. Everyone has a measure of faith. Faith is something that we developed. We've given you different kinds of, there are different kinds of faith. I want to draw your attention that faith has enemies. Praise the Lord. And so we're talking about the enemies of faith today. The Bible tells us in 1st Timothy 6 you're going to put it on here so I won't pick up my Bible. 1st Timothy 6:12 And you have to be smart. Is it there yet? First Timothy 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have, conf- and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. The Bible tells us that we should fight a good fight of faith. Now, if there were no enemies, you wouldn't be fighting, will you? Amen. The Bible tells us we should fight. I mean, you can't fight yourself, can you? You have to have an opposition to fight with, right? So we are fighting a good fight, not an evil fight, not a bad fight, but the fight is about faith. We, what is, you know, faith is what God has saved, right? The just shall live by faith. We talked about this christian life we're to live it by faith every day we're living by faith but then we are to fight a good fight to keep and maintain our faith praise the lord are you with me we are to fight a good fight i i want you to to grab not just the fight but also it is a good fight, amen? So, you know, uh, Paul encourages us that we should not argue about, you know, uh, um, doctrines. We should not be arguing about others, about what they believe and what they don't believe. Paul says it's not necessary, but here he says fight. Fight a good fight because your eternal life could be at stake. And you fight this good fight with the word of God. Because you have an enemy, you know, the enemy attack us in our strongest point, right? Thank you. He attacked us in our weakest point. And so that gives you an insight of where you need to be working harder in your faith walk. Are you with me? The enemy attacked us in our weak points. So when you recognize your weak points, you know that that's where the enemy is going to come to attack you. And so then you don't just do nothing with that. You work harder in building that side, that side of your faith walk. Amen. There are enemies of our faith. So as you recognize the areas that you need to be working hard on in building your faith, let me share with you. There are two kinds of unbelief. I mean, doubt is an unbelief. Unbelief is also unbelief is what? Is the opposite of faith. If it's an opposite, then it's the enemy. Am I making sense? If it's contrary, then it's an enemy. So doubt is an enemy that we need to fight. uh, You know, he brings different ideas to your mind and you need to fight it. Now, if you go down you know, any sports sports shop and you're looking for a boxing gloves to fight doubt, doubt will whip you. Doubt will defeat you. Because you can't fight doubt with boxing gloves. You need to fight doubt with what Jesus fought doubt with or what Jesus fought the enemy with, which is Amen. And there are two kinds of unbelief. The first one is based on lack of knowledge. Doubts and unbelief are one. If you're doubting... It means you are in unbelief, okay? And there are two kinds of this unbelief. One of them is lack of knowledge. In other words, the reason why you, the reason why one does not believe is lack of knowledge. Amen? Let's take, uh, it's a lack of knowledge. Are you with me? Lack of knowledge causes people not to believe. So then, when you, when you face a situation, uh, you know, and you, ha- you do not have knowledge, concerning what God says about that situation, you are not going to be able to believe God because you don't know where God stands in the situation. Are you with me? And therefore, you will be in unbelief. If somebody asks you, do you think that will work? You say, no, it won't work. Why? Because you don't know God can make it work. Are you with me? So lack of knowledge, the Bible talks tells us that my people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. Not knowing, not having the, the, the word, not having the insight about what God is saying will cause you to walk in unbelief. So, the answer is, you need to have knowledge, amen? You need to have knowledge. You need to have knowledge about the situation. You need to have the word of God, amen, which is the will of God. The word of God is the will of God. And you need to know the will of God for that situation. Therefore, you will not be in unbelief. Another, the other side, or the, the, the second part of the unbelief is one's will not to believe. Amen? Amen? One's will not to believe. Do you understand by when I say one's will not to believe? In other words, it's intentional. Refuse to believe. Not that they don't know, not that they don't have the knowledge, but they've made up their mind not to believe. Praise the Lord. See, we have been promised. The Great Commission tells us, go into the world and preach the gospel, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. He said, go into the world and preach the gospel. The message of salvation is for the human race. Everyone has the right to hear the gospel, to hear the message of salvation. You see, if, no, if people have never heard about Christ and they die, then how does God judge them that they didn't accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior? But in Romans, it's said that even on their inside, they know right and wrong. Are you with me? So the, I, 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 the, the, point, the point is this. Salvation is for mankind. And everyone that has been on this planet would have had the opportunity to receive the gospel. Our forefathers, even that did not know Christ, they knew God on their inner man. Are you with me? They knew God. They knew God. But people will make a choice not to accept the way of God and to worship idols and to do other things. There are two, two kinds of unbelief. Um, there's doubt unbelief of um, lack of knowledge and unbelief of which is an attitude, a will to say I don't want to know. Not willing to allow the word of the word to govern your life. Not willing to allow the word of God to govern your life. That's why people have the attitude I don't want to know. They know the truth, but they don't want the truth to govern their life. Are you with me? It's very, very important. We as Christians allow the word to dictate to us, allow the word to rule us, allow the word to guide us, allow the word to lead us when we do that then we are in faith amen then we are walking by faith remember they just shall live by their life by faith let's look at um, an example in uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11 See, you have to allow yourself to be persuaded. It says, verse 11 says, Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone fall according to the same example of what? Disobedience. Let us, therefore, be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. He was talking about the Jews. Talking about Moses' time. The act of disobedience caused them to die. Before and caused them to die and did not see the promised land. They refused to allow what God has said to govern their life. They were not persuaded that God says that they should go to the promised land that he has given them. They were not persuaded that no matter what comes their way on their way, no matter what comes their way on their way there, God will vindicate them, and were disobedient to the promise of God. I want to encourage you: don't be disobedient to what God has said in his word concerning you. Oh, yes. Ba- battles will come. You, you, you know the story when they when Moses, you know, miracles upon miracles that God did, and, and God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Man, sometimes God is very difficult to, to follow, isn't it? He says to Moses, go and deliver my people. Go and bring my people out of Egypt. And then he says to Moses, listen, when you go, don't think that you're going to have it so easy because I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart so that he won't let them go. Why then send me? But he's doing it for, you see, you've got to see the way God works. He says his ways are not our ways. You see, our way is, why send me if you're going to harden his heart? But God's way is, I was hardening his heart so that he won't let them go so that I can use the opportunity to perform miracles so that men and women will see that I am God. So he hardens Pharaoh's heart and they perform 11 miracles. God performed even miracles and then brings them to earth. Come on now. Come on. The Red Sea parted. They walked on dry land. The Red Sea parted. They walked on dry land. When they went to the other side, Moses goes on the mountain. He says, come on, Aaron. Make us a God. As for this Moses that brought us, we don't know what's happened to him. May the Lord have mercy on us. May the Lord have mercy on us. I'm talking about God's spoken word. God says that, I am taking you to the promised land. That is his word. To the Israelites, and no matter circumstances that comes your way, what God has said to you, you hold on to it, it will surely come to pass. Yeah. Circumstance will come. It's not a free ride. What's that thing that you go up the top and it, can't, it can't, brings you down? roller coaster, even that goes up again and it comes down but God's gold, will is not uh, it's not rosy cozy. Are you with me? So you need to understand that there will be obstacles, there will be situations, there will be impediments, but you see. God has foreseen all that. Do you know He has foreseen all? Do you know any you guys that works in gym? (laughs) Oh my God, gym boy! (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen this guy's arm? Look. But but listen, listen, listen. He was not, I know this boy, he was not like this 10 years ago. But getting to this point, there were some pains. Are you with me? I mean, anything that you exercise, you will. there are some pains. Anything, listen, anything that you do, There's nothing that is easy. Nothing is easy. So God's promise for your life is not going to be easy to get there. But it is guaranteed that you will get there. He told the Israelites, I'm taking you to the Red Sea. They couldn't bear it after all that God has taken them through, all the miracles that he's taken them through, they were looking for other God. Don't let that be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Disobedience is what caused them not to go to the promised land except Joshua and Caleb. We're talking about enemies of faith faith has enemies The just shall live by faith you're gonna live your life by faith you should live your life by faith but you're going to encounter enemy en- enemies of faith his job is to try to stop you from living by faith if it's not a lack of knowledge, it's an act of will not to obey. I pray, God, that you walk in faith and not in doubt and disobedience. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 17... in matthew chapter seventeen verse twenty verse fourteen through twenty um, let me just tell you the a little bit Ma- let me give you the three reference matthew seventeen fourteen through twenty twenty and then matthew fourteen twenty two 35, sorry did I say 35, 32, 22, verse 22 to 32, Matthew 14, and then Matthew 8, verse 23 to 26. These scriptures you see Jesus rebuke the disciples. What did he he rebuke them about? Because of their lack of faith. Because of their unbelief. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is an ep- epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into fire and of, often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could do—they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, "O oh, faithless and perverse generation!" how long shall i be with you how long shall i bear with you bring him here to me hallelujah and jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour praise the lord the child was cured from that very hour, but verse, can, you, can you go back to the verse 17, Jesus answering said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you, how long shall I bear with you? Can you see that tone of voice? Can you see that tone of voice that Jesus is using? It sounds to me that he's angry. He's fed up. How long am I going to bear with you? How long? He's upset with them. Why? Because they couldn't cast out the demon. He expect them to be able to cast out the demon. Jesus expects you and I to rise up in our faith walk, to deal with situations that comes our way, and not only our way in the life of others that are around us. That would be a very good point to say amen. amen. He expects you and I to rise up. Listen, doubt is an enemy of faith. Jesus is, is not going to tell you that, hey, you know, you know, hey man, slow down, you know, come on now. If you're going to touch them, you know, be careful, you know, come on. Jesus wants you to rise up in faith and say, in the name of Jesus, I command you, get out. Be healed in the name of Jesus. You say, well, I said that last time. Nothing happened. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep believing. Keep praying. Keep trusting. Amen. And you will see the glory of God. So, I'm saying to you, Jesus Christ rebuked the disciples because of their unbelief. Now, you c- I, I can say Jesus will rebuke you of your unbelief and will say, How long must I bear with you? Come on now. Come on, it's about time you put your trust in my word. It's about time you put your trust in what I have said I will do. It's about time you trust me. Now, if you can't trust him for speaking in tongues, how can you trust him for salvation? If you can't trust him that is the healer, how can you trust him for salvation? You see... Because salvation is something that we will never know the outcome until over the, over the other side, and therefore we can say we believe. All right? But the things that we can actually see the outcome today, we, t- we, t- we tend to shun away from it that's not faith. That's not wa- walking with God. That's not obeying the word of God. That is not obeying the word of God. You can't pick and choose what, what suits you. Some people just even being baptized in w- water, they have an issue with it. Confused mind. Just, just water baptism have an issue because that one says this, that one says this, that one says you must be baptized in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That one says you must be baptized in the name of Jesus. That one said, oh, wait, wait, they, over here, they spend six months teaching us on baptism. Over here, they spend one hour teaching us on baptism. Uh, and, and it's all confusion. Come on now, pick the Bible, read it for yourself. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall liberate you. Shall set you free. The truth will liberate you. Uh, you know, and thank God for Rama. You know, thank God for Rama, man. You 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 must, man. You you got to go to Rama. Thank God for Rama, set you on track. The truth sets you free. No, no matter who is, so and so is in town, don't mean anything. I don't care who is in town. You know the truth, and the truth shall set you. The only thing I care about who is in town is Pastor Hagen. When he's in town, I go. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you are blessed.